Good morning. Good morning. A very happy Christmas to you and a very happy Christmas to all those who are joining us online this morning. It's great to see people in the church. We also know that the uh, virus is very rampant at the moment and people are shielding and therefore watching us at home. You are really welcome and we do pray you have a great Christmas. As we begin this morning worshipping our Lord and Saviour, Isaiah says this, He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We're going to worship together as we sing our first song. And as we sing our first song, there are some noisy things down at the front for the children to come and grab and give a shake to as we sing. Come and join the celebration. So if any children want to come forward and grab something, that's fine. There's some jingle bells down here. So come and have a jingle with me this morning. There's a king born today. Let's pray and speak to him right now. And Lord Jesus, we thank you that there is the memory of a birth of the king coming among us and dwelling with us. We thank you that he is going to be called and is called the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. And we thank you, Lord, for the hope that is awakened as we remember Jesus coming to save all from their sins. And Lord, we thank you that you are with us this morning and that you are very much part of our worship. And we bring everybody who's in the building and those who are at home, those who are away but tuning in, Lord, we pray a blessing upon all this morning. That today, Lord, we will know Jesus, not only as the baby born in a manger, but Jesus as our friend and saviour today. In Jesus' name, amen. Please do sit down. Hannah. Merry Christmas to you. You'll be glad to know I've got a little part of some petition participation here. You didn't think you would come to church on Christmas Day without participating, would you? But I promise you, there are no sketches, there are no weird outfits, there's nothing untoward, I promise you. So don't be too disappointed, Sarah. Your question that I'm going to ask for us all to share is, what does Christmas mean to you? You can share something lighthearted, something funny, or maybe something incredibly deep and something very special to you. What does Christmas mean to you? Who would like to share this morning? Children, you can share as well if you want. Poppy. Poppy, what does Christmas mean to you? Spending time with my family. Beautiful. Spending time with your family. Who else would like to share? What does Christmas mean to you? Sarah, what does Christmas mean to you? Fabulous music. Love it, fabulous music. Okay, who else would like to share? What does Christmas mean to you? Truthfully, Christmas means to me sleeping, having a lie-in, not having to get up at 6.30 in the morning and do a commute. That makes me very happy. Yes. Yes, for me, Christmas 
they know when they get lucky, maybe if the family will be expecting the happiness, that thing will, they will be expecting, expecting, but later when that baby born, oh, there will be a great happiness in that family. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing. Okay, I've got someone here. Thank you. To me, it means love because Jesus is the reason for the season. Amen. Thank you, Shadeh. Anybody else want to share? What does Christmas mean to you? It means peace um, to me. You know, you, you're with your family. You just want love. As the lady just said, said love and peace. Beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Well, should we have one more? Anybody else feeling brave this morning? Jibby. <laughs> what does Christmas mean to you, Jibby? Joy. Peace. Come down from heaven, Joy. Amazing. Thank you, Judy. Thank you so much for sharing this morning, Chad. It comes every year. But what does it really mean to you? If you look at the adverts, you see all things that it says Christmas is. Christmas is, according to Percy Pig from Marks and Spencers, <laughs> eating loads of food. And drinking gin with go edible gold in. Why? Because you can. Because you can. <laughs> <laughs> but as Christians, we know that the meaning of Christmas is far deeper. Far more important. And doesn't just bring happiness for a day. But brings transformation for life and eternity. And so, that indeed brings us joy. Let's stand together. Good morning, everybody. Please take your seats. Has anybody had a present yet this morning? Got a few people had presents, not many. Ian, have you had a present this morning? Ah, come on, everybody. Ian, we didn't want you to miss out, so can I invite you back? We have a few presents for you this morning. This one looks like a flute box to me. Do you want to have an open and see what wonderful gift? It's lovely wrap. No, I can't, uh, I can't untie it. You can't what? I, I can't it, untie no. it. I'm just going to be a man about this and make a mess. <laughs> What's it going to be? What is it? Come on, what is it? Well, it's hair curlers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a New Year's resolution, Ian. Well, I could curl my hair. <laughs> yeah, you could get it long and curl it. That would be really cool. You could be a funky minister for 2022. Am I meant to say it's what I've always wanted? Well, you know what, Ian? We know that you are the king of gifts, aren't you? For Vicky, oh. she's shared with us in the past. We've bought her dusters, a hoover. Yeah. Uh, what other wonderful gifts you've given? Dishcloths. Dishcloths. I mean, uh, who could ask for more? Well, you've got hair curlers. Congratulations. Well. We look forward to seeing you use them. 
Thank you. I am. What do you reckon? By Easter, do you think you could use some? <laughs> Here you go. Try the next present. This one might be even more exciting. Gee. I love watching people opening presents, don't you? I love opening presents. <laughs> What's it going to Ooh. Ooh, is it a new computer? <laughs> nice. Ian, smart. A noddy computer. <laughs> Got to turn it on. Hang on, turn it on. Look, look, look. Oh, I might have taken the batteries out from it now. <laughs> you might have to buy batteries. Sorry, Ian. It's really good. It's fingerprint and everything, that one. It's really exciting. A noddy computer without batteries. Well, you this know This is when your like. presents go flat, isn't it? You know, presents. Presents, you know. How many have got enough batteries in their house this year? I've bought lots, just in case. But I obviously needed them for something. Sorry? I obviously needed those ones for something else. I'm really sorry. Oh, okay. But once you've got batteries, it'd be really, really useful, honestly. Okay. Will it write sermons? It will if you type them in. Okay. Yeah. You've got, you've got to type them in, though. Final present. Okay. Can we have a drum roll, everybody? This feels like a bar of chocolate. You'd be lucky. <laughs> 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 if it is, it'd be empty by the I'm time you've got it. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. This I'd is like so me. retro. <laughs> what do you mean? A retro? video cassette. <laughs> Who hasn't ever seen a video cassette before? The okay, some of people. Jan. This is such a cool video, though. This is when I was in Africa, and it's got me doing my work out there, working in the church, working in the schools, even driving through a river on my way to work, which I had to do every day. It was really cool. It's fun to come right over the windscreen. You would really enjoy watching it. It's good. But I haven't got a video recorder. Oh. I, I haven't got one either these days. So oh. it's, um, maybe I'll just have to describe it to you sometime. <laughs> I'll sit down and I'll... Yeah, and I don't want to be funny about this, but is it offensive to say they're useless presents? Thank you. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'll tell Who you what. Who said that? <laughs> Keep out of it, Miss Jemima. <laughs> oh, I you, like you. Know, you. <laughs> a videotape where I have no video player. A noddy computer that doesn't write my sermons. No, but you can write them into it, Ian. And hair curlers. Well, we look forward to using that one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> underwhelmed. You're underwhelmed. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what. Has anyone else got any presents here that they'd like to bring up and see whether we've got more exciting things? Bring them up. <laughs> bring them up. Let's see. Let's see some people open some, hopefully, presents that are more appreciated. <laughs> Honestly, very hurt. Right. <laughs> Face that way. Is this, is this all? Come on, we've got some more, more children here this morning. Come on up. Right, ready? Wait, wait. Oh, that one's already unwrapped. Is it? She's got a wrapped one as well. All unwrapped. Okay, on your marks. Get set. Unwrap. 
Okay, I'm going to upset the sound people. What have, oh my goodness, beautiful. What have you got? Yeah. It's a unicorn bag. A unicorn bag. How cool is that? That is very, very glittery and pretty. Very, very nice. Okay, what have you got? Uh -oh. I've always wanted to be a police officer. Say that again. I've always wanted to be a police officer. And so what have you got? A police officer outfit with actual handcuffs. She's got some actual handcuffs. Watch out, everybody. She wanted to be a police officer for years, and she has got an outfit to go with it. So I make sure she's got the key before she uses handcuffs on any of you this morning. Okay. Well, if it hasn't got a key, then don't use them on me. <laughs> It does, okay. What have you, oh, this looks nice. Edible science. And what do you think that might be, edible science? You can eat stuff you make. It looks really cool. Look at this, it's got loads of really cool experiments. So you've got sweets that you make into rainbows. It looks like chocolate ivy. I like the idea of that. I could have some of that in my veins. Some, looks like you have to make yourself Make gummies grow. Oh, now that sounds cool, doesn't it? And see an eggshell vanish before your eyes. Ooh, that sounds very interesting today. Ooh. Oh, are these my size? No. What are they? Healies. She's got some healies. Can you show us what they look like? So cool. Look, can I borrow one for a second? I won't wear it, honestly, I promise you. Look at this. Can you see that? It has wheels on the bottom and the coolest looking shoes in the world. For Sayo, will you be wearing them today? Do you like them? I love them. Oh, they are very, very funky. I like the look of those. They look a lot. Oh, who's this? He is gorgeous. It's a fennec fox. It's my favourite animal, uh, and I was really not expecting me to get a plushie of it today. Give him a round of applause for that one. <laughs> he is absolutely gorgeous. Does he live in the desert by any chance? Um, there's a tag um, saying about um, it, a fennec fox right here. I'll see if I can search for it there. Um, it doesn't, necessar doesn't necessarily say on the tag. I'll, ha I'll have a look at it later. Very cool. So you can go home, find out all about him. He is very soft and beautiful. I'm not sure that's COVID friendly, me stroking your fox, but I just couldn't uh, not. <laughs> Hello, gorgeous. What? <gasps> what have you got? Peppa Pig. Can you show us all what Peppa Pig thing you've got? What is it? Can I see? You've got, oh, who's this? Dr. Brown Bear. Dr. Brown Bear. And who's that? Peppa Pig. You've got Peppa Pig. You've got an ambulance. You've got a hospital. How exciting. Are you looking forward to opening it and playing? Yeah. And what's the other thing you've got in your hand? What's this? Poppet, a very pretty poppet, a butterfly poppet. Oh, well, well done, all of you guys. Are you more pleased with your presence than Ian was with mine? Yes. Yeah. Yes, oh, well, thank goodness for that. We'll give them a round of applause, everybody. You can go and sit back down. Thank you. Whoops, careful, sir.
oh no, I need the children back again. Can you all come back again? I've forgotten my next step. You can put your present down for a second. But whatever you are, don't get near, near that one because she'll arrest you. Right. No, so, oh, thank you, Matthew. It's really kind of you. That wasn't what I was calling you back for, though. I might get you to come to my house because my house looks worse. Yeah, Jemima's room. Oh, my goodness me. Right. So, I need a bit of help here. This is quite tricky. How old are you? I'm nine. Nine. Plus? Eight. Makes? Seventeen. Plus? Six. Makes twenty-three. Plus? Six. Makes twenty-nine. Plus? Ten. Makes thirty-nine. Plus me makes eighty-nine. Minus you makes 80, plus you, 90. 90. Now, that's a clever number. Aren't I good with my maths? I think we have something special to do with 90 today, don't we, Ian? You can sit back down again now if you want to. We do. She's not here, but um, Muriel, one of our members, it's her birthday today, and she is 90. And she may be watching us online, so let's give her a round of applause. And so I think it would be only fitting for her church family to sing to her this Christmas Day. Happy birthday, Muriel. Muriel, we wish you a really happy Christmas, a birthday, Christmas, and everything. And we pray God will just bless you this day. So let's sing happy birthday to Muriel. times we might have celebrated it differently but we're in COVID times. Thank you all to everyone who continues to bless God and the church through the offerings and we are grateful for that. We're just going to pray and say thank you to God for our Christmas offering that you may have put in the boxes through the card and Lord we just thank you that we can bring to you our gifts and offerings even at these difficult times. Lord, we pray you will bless them. And Lord, take them and use them that people will be, know, find the love of God and find hope. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. As we sing the next song, if you've not had a chance to put your offerings in, feel free to do so or use the card machine. Just feel free as we sing our next song, Light of the World. Isaiah 9 says this, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You've enlarged the nation and increased their joy. 
They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdened them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Amen. Father God, we come to you on this Christmas day and we remember your world. We remember, Lord, a world that is in trauma, a world that is in fear. From wars to refugees to a pandemic, lives turned upside down, lives in fear. Lord, we pray that we will know your presence evident in this world. Lord, we do pray for an end of the pandemic. Lord, we continue to pray for our government and for all who are affected and have to make decisions, all who are hurting. Lord, we pray for those who are in hospital even today on Christmas Day. And we lift up those members of our fellowship who are in hospital today. As we sung light of the world, you stepped down into darkness. Lord, we pray you will step into their darkness. We pray, Lord, for those who health has not been kind to them, they're at home, maybe alone, or maybe with family, but struggling. Lord, be with all our loved ones, we pray. And Father God, we just pray also for your life to be spread. And Lord, at this Christmas time, we pray for our community that, Lord, those who are searching will find. Those who are lost will find hope. Come, Lord, by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. And so we have another reading. And so it came to pass. What came to pass? Excuse me? What came to pass? 
Give up on that. Give up on that. Who are you? Hello, everybody. Nice to see you. What are you talking about? Who are you? Well, I'd have thought that was fairly obvious. I'm an angel. I've been sent by God, and I want to know, have you any idea what you're talking about? I quote, rude. <laughs> well, not really. I've been asked to read this Bible passage, and so I was just practicing. But now you've got me thinking. What did come to pass? You humans. Look, you finally got to the point of what Christmas is all about in those five words, and it came to pass. You've summed up thousands of years of God talking to his people. What do you mean? How long have you got? From the beginning of time, when God created the heavens and the earth, he made man and he made woman and he made all the descendants that followed them. But they didn't seem to be the brightest people, really. I mean, all they had to do was to worship God, just like we angels do. And then all would be well for them. But no, they decided to go and do their own thing. And then it all went horribly wrong. You mean we became selfish and greedy? Yep. Thinking we know best? Yep. We want to be in control? Yep. And have authority? Yep. And giving time to God just didn't fit in with no. our lifestyle. Got it wrong. I know a few people like that. Indeed. And because all these humans, yeah, that includes some of you, you kept getting it wrong. Well, God decided that he needed to do something. If you look back through history, other nations came in and they overthrew God's people and God had to keep sending judges and prophets to keep them safe and get them back on track. And yet still they didn't get the message. That was good of him. Yeah, it was. Did it work? No, not at all. It did for a little while. A bit like when you get told off and then you suddenly realize that, you know, maybe you'll try a bit harder. But no, they soon forgot all that God told them and it went back to square one all over again. So what did God do then? Well, that's where you came in a few minutes ago when you said, and it came to pass. Um, I'm not sure that I still understand you again. Well, okay. How do I say this differently? Well, God sent prophets and he sent messengers and he kept telling the people who were walking in darkness that they'd see a great light and a baby would come. Great. Yeah, it was really great. What difference does a baby make except smelly nappies and lots of sleepless nights? You've really no idea, have you? No. This baby, this very special baby, was going to do something that was so amazing. He would be known as God's wonderful counselor. He would be mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He deserves to be worshipped. Yes, but a baby, they sleep, they poo, they cry a lot. 
They're not exactly going to light up the world. But I wouldn't like to be in this one's shoes when he's growing up at his school with his mates laughing at him because he has so many names. And I can't think of anybody who would want to be his friend. Okay. For the humans, he was known as Jesus. God with us. Emmanuel. Okay, let me get this right. When I started out with those words, and it came to pass, you're telling me that the moment had come when God's messages and prophecies came true, and the baby I'm about to talk about is that special baby, the baby that will lighten up the world and transform lives. Yes, he's got it! <laughs> Hold on. There's something that doesn't make sense, oh. though. If what you're saying is true, and who am I to <laughs> argue with an angel? Indeed. This Bible reading goes on to say that he ended up being born in a stable. Yes. I would have thought that such an important baby would have been born in a palace, in luxury, and surrounded by lots of people not being laid in a manger in a cold and drafty stable. It just does not make sense to me. Okay. I tell you what, we haven't got time this morning to go into this, but I, I'll treat you to a coffee a bit later, and we'll talk about it a bit further after that. Is that a deal? Oh, thanks, my angel. In the bleak midwinter. Let's be seated, please. Merry Christmas to you all. Thank you. I have titled this message Worship or Content. Worship or content. Every year we do celebrate Christmas. Streets are lightened up. You go from house to house, you see various decorations. You think you've seen it all, you get to another, you say, wow. Children are always rejoicing because it's time to open Christmas presents. Shops are interested in sales, and therefore you have the various Christmas sales. Football clubs do not like Christmas period. Because only that time they have so many matches to play, all within a few days. But then the question, what is the art of Christmas? What is the art of Christmas? Matthew chapter 2 revealed to us 
when Jesus was born, the announcement that was made via the star to the Magi, the Magi saw the star, extraordinary star. And what did they do? They sought for the one that was born. The announcement was also brought to King Herod in Matthew chapter 2. And he also sought this same king, but for different reasons. Let me tell you this. When we talk about Jesus, there are always two attitudes or attitudinal responses that you will get. The first is love and worship. And the second is content, hatred, and rejection. The Magi sought to see that king that was born. And when they saw the king, what did they do? They were joyful. Joy filled their heart. They bowed their heads in worship. And they gave extraordinary gifts to the king. King Herod also had the same announcement. But what filled his heart? So somebody is coming to compete with me as the king. Content. Hatred. Rejection and is sought to kill this king. His primary objective for seeking Jesus was to terminate his life. And he went on about killing these children, innocent children, with a view to Settling in his mind that yes, by the time I finish with these children, that king might have been killed. So this morning, my question to you is, why are you seeking Jesus? The announcement is there. Jesus was born. Is alive today. Why are you seeking Jesus? Is it to worship him? To love him? Or to kill him? You wonder, oh, how can I kill Jesus? 
What is the opposite of love? Hatred. So if you have hatred in your heart, you are killing Jesus. If you have malice in your heart, you are killing Jesus. It's going to be a very, very short sermon. And I'm going to end with this story. There was a family. Family of three. The man, the wife, and their son. Few days to Christmas during their evening worship before they go to bed. Each of them takes turn to pray. And this boy said, Dear Jesus, it's two days to your birthday. I want to invite you to our house so that my mom can make you a very good birthday cake and so we can enjoy together. And you know what? Jesus answered, I will be your guest on Christmas Day. You can see, they were excited. Jesus is coming on Christmas Day to our house. And as you will expect, all the necessary cleaning of the house was done to the extent that you can even see your face, the way everywhere was shining. And on the day of Christmas, just like today, I'm sure the wife will have been in the kitchens as early as possible to present a wonderful, delicious British Christmas pudding and dinner. So they were expecting Jesus because he has promised he will come. So around 12, 12 noon, there was a knock at the door. So they were talking. They looked at each other. Jesus so early, could that be Jesus? And they ran to the door. Who is at the door? Who did they see? A small boy that had wandered around. Who cannot trace his house? They spoke with the boy and brought the boy inside and said, first of all, eat. Then we will help you to locate your house. And they continued to wait for Jesus. Few hours later, there was another knock. And they ran. They said, that must be Jesus now. But who did they see? A dirty, stinking man walking on as if he was going to slump, and all he could do was just make a sign. I need food. They looked at one another. The food we have prepared for our special guest. Anyway, they said, okay, we give patch to him. They called him inside, gave him food. Even asked him to change his clothes. And again, they continued to wait. When is Jesus going to come? 
So around five, there was another knock. And they again rushed to the door. Who did they see? Another man with no shoes, almost naked, in the cold winter environment there. And they said, wow, how are you? How can you survive this environment like this? Again, they called him in, gave him clothes, gave him hot chocolate, gave him shoes. And they waited, waited, waited. So when it was night, they were so disappointed. Jesus promised to come and he didn't come. So when it was time for the evening prayer again, the young boy said, Jesus Christ, I am disappointed. You promised to be our guest today, but you never turned up. And what did Jesus say? Jesus said, I came. Three times I was in your house. I was the little boy that missed this way. I was the man who needed food and you gave food to. And I was the man who was naked whom you clothed. Three times I was in your house. Three times you showed me love. Three times you presented yourself as my follower. That is the essence of Christmas. Love. Worship. There are so many out there who you can think about. Lonely ones. Think about those people who had the thought like, if we stay here, we will die. If we even try to cross this channel, if we die there, what's the difference? If we stay here, we will die. If we attempt to cross the channel too, if we die there, it's still the same death. Remember, our Jesus was once a refugee. Think about those refugees. Think about those at this time, you may not be able to know everyone, but you can pray for them. That is the essence of Christmas. To bring love, to bring smiles to the faces of others. If you do this, you are indeed celebrating Jesus Christ. God bless you all. Happy Christmas. We take our next song, O Come, All Ye Faithful. As we come to a close, Sarah's written a poem. What do you do when the cards are recycled? What do you do when you've packed away debts? What do you do when you've opened the presents? When Christmas is finished, what do you do next? Christmas is not for a day or a season. Christmas is not just for parties and food. Christmas is sharing a wonderful truth that starts with a baby and hope 
that's renewed. Christmas is not just a nice little story. Shepherds and angels and wise men with gifts. Christmas shows love from our Heavenly Father. Mercy, forgiveness that's not to be missed. Christmas is God come to earth for his people. Christmas is heaven come down for us all. Christmas brings peace, restoration, compassion. Christmas brings Christ from a manger so small. God knows we're human and God knows we fail, but he won't leave us in darkness or fear. He offers forgiveness with peace, grace, and mercy, real truth of a story that lasts all the year. And so as we go from this place, we go knowing that the Christ child goes with us. He will be around our Christmas tables. He will be in our homes. You don't go leaving him behind. You take the presence of God with you. So go in peace to love and serve the Lord. And may the blessing of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with us all this day and forevermore. Amen. Can I just remind you there is no service tomorrow? You have a Sunday off. On New Year's Eve at 10.30, we have our crossover service where we recognize and thank God for the year that's been and invite him in the, to the year that's to come. And following Sunday, the 2nd of January, we have a morning service only. Look forward to seeing you at one of those services. Have a great Christmas.